Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Johnson and Biden wrestle over a meeting. Number two, odds and ends from Munich. And number three, new Dems get involved in primaries. Let's get into it. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, said he would be happy to meet with Johnson if Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, has anything to say. Johnson might have something to say, but it might not be what Biden wants to hear. The president has hammered Johnson and House Republicans for refusing to take up the Senate passed foreign aid package that includes tens of billions of dollars for Ukraine, also includes money for Israel and Taiwan. The death Friday of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny in an Arctic prison and recent Ukrainian uh, basically reverses on the battlefield have provoked further recriminations from top administration officials and Hill Democrats. Biden said this, look, the way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, they're walking away from meeting our obligations. It's just shocking, Biden said. I mean, they're wild. I've never seen anything like this that they are. I've never seen anything like this either. But um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on here. Now, the fact that that let's just talk about the power dynamics here. The fact that Johnson has been asking for a meeting meeting with Biden and has not gotten one is is interesting, to say the least. Um, Why is it interesting? Because he's the Speaker of the House. But I'm not sure the two would really have something to talk about. Um, Mike Johnson, according to the White House, is looking for a parachute, is looking for a um, an off ramp on Ukraine aid. I don't think it's that simple, to be honest with you. Um, Johnson has for a long time tried to pair Ukraine aid with um, with border security. Once the Senate did that, Johnson killed the bill. Um, and I understand uh, the dynamics he's dealing with, but it doesn't it doesn't lead to a uh, a productive work environment when um, what when Johnson just completely came out and dumped all over the Senate bill at, at, while it was um, under basically being worked on in the Senate. Um, so for Johnson, this is an incredibly, incredibly difficult time. Um, we are now, it's February 20th, March 1st, which is what, 10 days from now, is um, we ha- the government shuts down March 1st. Um, and the 2024 spending bills have still not been passed. And Johnson is under increasing pressure from Republican hardliners to provoke a government shutdown on March 1st. Remember, Johnson did this laddered funding approach, so he has a government funding deadline March 1st, and then March 8th, the State of the Union is March 7th. Johnson would go into a meeting with Biden with uh, at a serious disadvantage politically. Um, the Democrats in the House, Senate Democrats, a whole chunk of House Republicans, and the White House all support more Ukraine funding. And Johnson was the one who killed the border deal um, effectively with the help of Donald Trump. So um, the biggest question now is where Johnson personally stands on Ukraine. His statement about Navalny's death um, basically indicated that he would be for more money for the Ukrainians. Now, I, I would say that there are probably 110 House Republicans who are against more funding for Ukraine. So it's just a it's a very difficult dynamic for Johnson. And remember, when he gets back, when the House gets back in eight days, he's going to have funding to deal with, 
two funding deadlines to deal with because of his laddered approach. Ukraine aid, Israel aid, Taiwan aid, and I guess theoretically the border, although the border is not, that doesn't seem to be a priority. So um, I'm not entirely sure how he's going to handle all of these things or whether he'll get a meeting with the president of the United States. Number two story of the morning, our notebook from the Munich Security Conference. Uh, Andrew DiCiderio was in Munich with dozens of, I think, 40 lawmakers over the last over the weekend. A couple of interesting notes. Jerry Connolly, Democrat of Virginia, said that he would not vote to save Mike Johnson if Mike Johnson was vacated by Republicans. Now, that's another big question that's facing that uh, is facing House Democrats that um, would they save Johnson either by taking a pass on voting for him or um, uh, if he was vacated? So, listen, Democrats had the chance to do this with Kevin McCarthy. They chose not to. I cannot see them doing this for Mike Johnson. Interestingly, uh, Mark Warner, the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, said that the uh, this conflict in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas is more raw than any other conflict he's seen in the Middle East. Uh, he noted that there are protests at his offices and at his house. Um, and uh, he said, he, as someone who's been a long-term supporter of Israel, I worry about a generation of Americans that might not have that automatic support. And I don't know whether the Israeli people get that. It's interesting. Very interesting um, remark from um, the chair of the Intelligence Committee, Senate Intelligence Committee. And remember, Israel aid, once you get past Ukraine aid, Israel aid has its whole has its own set of problems. And that's something that the Israelis and the uh, and Israel supporters in Congress are going to have to contend with at some point soon. Number three story of the morning, new Dems get involved in key primaries. The new Democrat coalition is endorsing a slate of five female candidates in high profile districts. Joanna Weiss over state Senator Dave Min in California's 47th. That is the toss up seat that's being rep, uh, vacated by Katie Porter. They're also supporting Janelle Stelson in uh, Pennsylvania's 10th over Mike O'Brien to knock off Scott Perry. That is a, a seat that a lot of Republicans feel is is flying under the radar. And also in Michigan's 8th District, where Dan Kilty is retiring, New Dems are backing State Senator Kristen McDonald-Rivet. We scooped her entrance into the race last year. They're also endorsing runaway favorite in Delaware, Sarah McBride. McBride would be the first openly transgender member of Congress if elected. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe. Stay safe.